find an opening to really see our blessings. Before we can have real gratitude, we need to lose our mental garbage. In these pages, we will examine the spiritual price of isolation, pride and prejudice, and discover how they spawn misery and pain. Then we will learn how to get rid of the attitudes that hold us back and replace them with something better. A life whose driving force is gratitude is a life that can survive almost anything. Jenny saw the world as a place filled with potential, and she never let self-pity blind her to all the opportunities to be a friend to others. One night at choir practice, one of the members said to the smiling Janie, "'You're my hero.' Janie tilted her head to the side and grinned, sincerely asking, "'Why?' Before the person could explain, Janie answered the question through her actions. Turning, she said to another member of the choir, "'I heard your husband is sick. Is there something I can do for you? Is there anything you need?' Janie, who had been in and out of the hospital sixteen times in two years, battling diabetes, wasn't dwelling on her problems. Rather, she was trying to lift the load from someone else's shoulders." Janie understands gratitudes, and by the time this book is finished, I hope you will too. One of the best ways to begin changing our mental habits is to acknowledge positive qualities that we admire in other people and ask how we can apply them to our lives. Our goal should be to take the best gratitudes we know and make them our own. So right now, before listening to the main part of the book, here is a challenge. Make a list of the ten people you most admire. Beside each person's name, write their strongest character trait. This is their gratitude quality. Next, expand the list to include something concrete you can do in your life to emulate each person's gratitude quality. Be practical. What is something you can do today or in the next few days to reflect their attitude and behavior in your own life? Whenever possible, let the individuals know that they inspire you. Sharing this will demonstrate to them that they are making a meaningful impact in the lives of others. This will encourage them to continue to spread their gratitudes, and it will motivate you to keep on keeping on, since you know your hero is watching. Now that your list is written, let me share mine with you. These are the ten gratitudes I believe are vital to living a productive, happy, and meaningful life. Chapter 1. Self-Discipline Self-discipline is one of life's most vital gratitudes. It is what we need to push us all the way to our goals, and not merely part way. The mountain climber doesn't quit until he's standing on the peak, where he forgets the struggle and danger of the climb. The marathoner pushes through the wall at the 20-mile mark. The writer works until she can write the end. Disciplined individuals don't sacrifice their principles or cut corners when pursuing a goal. They finish the job and do it right. And because of their self-discipline, they don't just reach their potential. They exceed it. Barbara Mandrell is a now legendary name in the world of entertainment. But she was just another up-and-coming wannabe when I saw her on stage for the first time in 1975. At that point, 
She had only two top ten records and no signature hits. When I purchased the ticket to that show, I wanted to see the headline act, the Statler Brothers. Yet within ten minutes of Barbara taking the stage as the opening act, I was blown away. I'd never seen a performer as skilled as this tiny blonde. I expected her to sing, and she did that well, but she did so much more. She played every instrument on the stage and performed with such incredible energy. I came to the conclusion that she must have swallowed a tornado because she was a whirlwind of rare energy. I told my new bride, can you imagine how long it took to refine those skills and develop this show? I may not have known much about Barbara when I walked into the auditorium, but she had my admiration and respect when I walked out. I also couldn't wait to see her work again. That first night I caught Barbara. She was just one of a score.